Welcome to this edition of the Douglas County School District Growing Together podcast. We will be talking to leaders, educators, specialists, and community members about topics that matter to our students, our schools, and our community. Let's jump into this week's episode as we grow together. Welcome back to 10 Meaningful Minutes. I'm Lori Lacombe, Healthy Schools Coordinator for Douglas County School District. And here I am again with my friend, Aaron Reagan, who's the lead counselor for DCSD. How are you doing today, Aaron? Lori, I'm good. It's great to be here with you. Always. And you brought some something very interesting today. So um, listeners with us today, we have Amy Topelson with us from the Second Wind Fund. Welcome, Amy. We're so glad you could join us today. Thank you. It's a pleasure speaking with you guys this morning. Um, Amy, why don't we just start off with learning a little about um, you and your background and what you do? Sure. So I'm a licensed professional counselor in the state of Colorado, and I've been working with adolescents and families doing family therapy for about 10 years. I was a school-based therapist for Kids Success Program through Jewish Family Service of Colorado, and that was doing school-based therapy in schools. And now I'm 100% in private practice in the Denver Tech Center, and my private practice is called AT Family Therapy. And I also contract as a therapist with the Second Wind Fund. And uh, Second Wind, I know we'll talk more about that, but just to kind of give you uh, some more information about Second Wind, they provide free counseling to at-risk youth in the state of Colorado. Wow, you have an amazingly impactful job. So thank you for what you do. (laughs) Yeah, thank you, it's a pleasure. So Amy, we're really interested in uh, your perspective uh, for our parents that listen to this, kind of about what, what are some signs or um, indications that a child might need help? Sure, so I think that in, in Colorado, we should be especially alert because our suicide rate between the years of 2016 and 2019 has risen 58% for our youth and especially our teens between the ages of 15 and 19. And so we as parents, and I am, I'm a parent of a 15 year old, so I am a 12 year old. And so all of us need to be aware of some of the signs we should be looking out for. And some of those are, you know, if your kid is losing interest in things they typically enjoy, like their sports or their activities, you know, choosing not to hang out with friends, kind of self-isolating, you know, feelings of hopelessness, like they really just don't feel like there's any hope in their situation or like no one cares, kind of that black or white thinking like, I have no friends, therefore I'm worthless or I, I'm not getting good enough grades, therefore, you know, I might as well just give up, that kind of black or white thinking. You know, speaking of grades, like parents should be concerned if their A, B student all of a sudden started getting, you know, C's, D's, F's, like a big change in grades, dropping grades, giving away possessions, reckless behavior could be a sign of of your teen really feeling hopeless or like they don't care about themselves anymore, choosing to do drugs, drinking alcohol, having more promiscuity, sexual promiscuity 
that kind of thing. Those are all some signs that parents can be looking out for. That's quite a list. And I'm wondering if you, uh, <laughs> if, if, if you see those signs in your child and, and you just know something's off, what next? What would you recommend that a parent do next? I think the most important thing parents can do is really talk to their kids and really flat out ask them, have you been thinking about suicide? Do you have any thoughts about death or dying? You know, do you feel helpless? Really just have those conversations with your kids um, so that they know that you're noticing that they're struggling and that you care and really just not averting, not avoiding the, the word suicide or killing yourself. Because once that's out of the bag, kids can feel more safe about talking about, yeah, I have been having those thoughts and, you know, I wasn't sure if I could even say it, but now that we have it out, let's talk about it. So just, I think that's the number one thing parents can do is just really tune into their kids, notice any behavior changes and really talk to them and have that open communication and talk to their school counselor. That's another thing that parents can do. There are resources within schools that parents can to turn to for help and support. And I think talking to your school counselor is, is a great resource to a number one resource to go to. Music to my ears, Amy. <laughs> uh, so let's say that you have this conversation with your child and they acknowledge, yes, I am uh, thinking about this. I even have an idea about how I might do it. What should a parent do next? I think a parent should to definitely say thank you so much for telling me, you know, acknowledging that that must have been hard to share and then to let their child know that they they can get help, that, you know, they don't have to feel this way, that there are people who care about them. And, and, then, and then I think I would encourage parents to look for professional support. You know, going to their school counselor is a great first stop because school counselors are a plethora, plethora of resources and they could recommend what's the best kind of counseling support for their, for their child. Another option is to seek your own counselor, you know, that maybe is covered through your health insurance or is in your area that specializes in working with teens, adolescents with, who are depressed or anxious. And a good Google search can help you look for that. And then, you know, uh, the other thing that they can do is they can call a suicide prevention line a parent can call with their child or have their child call to get some support right in that moment, like immediate support. And uh, there's national suicide prevention hotlines. I know kids in the state of Colorado were really lucky to have the Safe to Tell program. And um, that's, a, you know, an immediate resource that parents and teens can turn to for, for help. And uh, another thing that parents can do if they're really, really concerned, maybe their, their teen has had an attempt or is thinking about attempting, they can take them straight to the emergency room uh, mm -hmm. or call 911 to get, uh, you know, help and, um, you know, right away. Excellent. Yeah. So those are all good options. If a parent finds themselves in that kind of emergent situation where they really feel like, they need help right away. Uh, the Children's Hospital in Aurora, Denver Springs, which is close to uh, just at the north end of Douglas County, 
or Highlands Behavioral Health in uh, Highlands Ranch would all be options. Absolutely, those are all great options and have really great programs for teens at risk and teens who are um, depressed. So thank you for sharing that. Oh no, thank you, Amy. Can Amy, could you just tell us a little about the Second Wind Fund? Sure. So the Second Wind Fund is a nonprofit organization here in Colorado that its primary mission is to help teens or young, anyone under the age of 19. So it could be elementary school kids that we're seeing who are younger and younger having suicidal ideation, provide them with counseling, professional counseling. And a student is referred to Second Wind usually by their school counselor or social worker. And they have to kind of qualify, meaning maybe they're not insured or underinsured or don't have access to counseling in their area. And the, they can be set up with a, with a professional counselor and get 12 free therapy sessions wow. with this counselor. So this is really amazing that this service is here in Colorado. And sometimes uh, the therapist is even actually able to go directly to the child's school. And that's kind of what I do. So my private practice, I work in my office three days a week. And then two days a week, I go directly to my my students at their school to provide counseling in a confidential place and you know no one has to know and I give them those those second wind fund counseling sessions at their school Um, so it's a great service that where they're comfortable and parents don't have to worry about driving them to an appointment or getting insurance for their kid if they don't have insurance so it's a really great option for a lot of our our youth so just that maybe fall between the cracks so just to clarify Amy do you, in order to take advantage of the Second Wind Fund, you have to be referred through a school counselor, or can families reach out to Second Wind Fund independently? That is a great question. I typically think that children would have to be referred from their school or school counselor or school social worker, but parents can definitely ask for this support. To you know, They can call their school counselor saying, I heard about the Second Wind Fund. I would love to have my child referred for this so they can take, you know, they can self-advocate for their child. Um, I'm not sure if parents can, can, can directly reach out to Second One Funds, but they can always call and, and ask. Their number, I have it right here, uh, is 303-988-2645. And that's the referral line for Second Wind Fund. And I don't think it hurts a parent to call and say, hey, I'd like to refer my child. Is you know is that something I can do or what are my next steps? I think the other caveat, my understanding is that a child has to be suicidal to, to qualify mm. for the service. Is that right? You know, a, a child that's at risk for suicide, so maybe they're having some suicide ideation, maybe they're having some thoughts of attempts, but yes, that is one of the criteria for Second Wind Fund to get involved. Excellent. And the really great thing is that once a kid starts getting support and counseling, you know, we see huge success. So just getting these kids screened and getting them the support that they need seems to be such a huge prevention. 
that we really want to continue to get as many kids support as possible. Absolutely. Wonderful. Well, um, Amy, thank you so much for your time and for what you do. We'll make sure we post these resources along with the podcast. And Aaron, thank you for bringing this again to our listeners. Absolutely. Amy, thank you. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you both. Have a great day. Thank you both. You too.